The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. Welcome, everyone, to another week of the PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asais here with my high school sports editor, Brian Linder. Brian, how you doing this week, man? I'm doing good, Nebby. I'm, I'm eating crackers as we start this podcast, which is, yeah. I don't think that's like recommended professional podcast type <laughs> stuff, my man. I have a question for you. You ever tried McAllister's? No, I haven't. Yeah, McAllister's is kind of like a Panera bread. Um, I actually took my mother there for oh. dinner today. Her birthday's tomorrow. You know, she's a Cinco de Mayo baby. Shout out to all the Cinco de Mayo fans across the world listening to this elite podcast we put on a weekly basis. Anywho, man, on the subject of food, I thought I'd share that with you. So listen, I do know McAllister's. Actually, I didn't know we had McAllister's up here in Pennsylvania. We got we got a McAllister's Deli in um, South Carolina, where I'm from. Good, good tea and good lemonade, my man. Definitely really good. And that's why I brought it up. I know it's a Southern staple, and I know you're a good man from the South, so thought I'd ask you about it. <laughs> Calcers is solid. It's yeah. decent. It's good. It's a good one. Like I said, good tea, good lemonade. Absolutely. So, anyway, what else is going on, Nebby? What you up to, my man? Man, I've just been grinding away. We got spring sports going. Been been watching some very good volleyball. We got some good baseball and softball going on. Speaking of baseball, of which we had a really crazy story that we learned about today with Chambersburg. Do you want to go ahead and share that? Or hey, you wrote it, my man. So <laughs> Nebby, you found it. It's a great story, and this is a football podcast, but I think it's worth mentioning Coach Scott Fulmer and mm-hmm. and uh, Coach Allison Bainey and Coach Steve Boy up at Chambersburg. And Nebby, why don't you uh, give everybody a quick real rundown? Because uh, I think it's a story that, you know, transcends uh, sports. Absolutely. So yesterday on the way to cover a baseball game, actually, um, at Chambersburg, uh, they were playing Central Dolphin, who's actually the sixth ranked, the sixth best ranked high school in the nation right now. Penn Live, we learned that apparently on the way to a baseball game at State College High School, Chambersburg's bus driver, his name hasn't been disclosed, apparently had been suffering from what seemed to be a seizure when they were 15 minutes away from the campus. Um, and head coach Scott Fulmer and his softball coaches there, Allison Bainey and Steve Loy, all looked at one another. And Coach Scott told me that he ran to the to the driver's seat and took over the wheel, man. And Coach Steve Loy tried to stabilize the the bus driver who seemed to be seizing. And Coach Bainey made the call to the state troopers and got the the police involved very quickly. It's a true story of heroism, man. And so, like, it's great to know that we have heroes and people that think quickly, that are light on their toes. And I spoke with A.D. Ron Corsi, and he said he was extremely, extremely delighted that a tragedy didn't occur. So, you know, it's a great day in America, man. We have some heroes to to celebrate and highlight from the Central Penn area. Yeah, that's a great—I mean, obviously, you know, that could have been a whole lot worse without some— um good thinking about those coaches and stuff. And, and I think any coach, anybody, you know, and like I said, this is a football podcast can relate and, and, and can understand just how, how big that was and how bad things could have gone, you know, going up that mountain, going to state college. So. Absolutely. But hey, this is a football podcast and shout out to UPMC. They're, they're sponsoring us to talk some football and we're going to talk some football. So you ready to jump into it? Yeah, let's dig, di- let's dig into it, Brian. Who you want to talk about first? Man, we don't have a guest this week. We're gonna freestyle a little bit because so much has happened from some big recruiting news to uh, you know, draft and thought we'd just talk about some guys from PA and and some top prospects. But first, you know, 
we we did two weeks in a row. Yeah. We, filmed, we uh, recorded them the same night, so we had Jamil Lyons mm-hmm. on, kind of teasing his uh, commitment that was going to be two Fridays ago now, and and then we had Jasir Whittington on from MOTEP last uh, last week. Right. Uh, Jamil Lyons ended up committing to Penn State, like we predicted. Yep, yep. It was the worst kept secret, I think, <laughs> in the state. Really great athlete, really exciting athlete. You know, his coach, um, his coach said that he thinks that guy has the athleticism and the ability to one day be a first round draft pick. And that's a lot to put on a kid. Absolutely. Uh, but you know, so that'd be interesting. I think it'll be be neat to see how Jamil works out there. And we did a story, Nebby, where he talked about some of the things he talked about on the podcast with us about why he's doing what he's doing, how he thinks it's gonna improve his family's situation. So I think all together, good story for Jamil Lyons. Absolutely. Jamil is one of those kids who's way ahead of his time. I like to call kids like that young OGs, right? Kids that are wise beyond their years. He and Jasir Whittington were both some very good grabs we had back to back. Seems like we've had some really good grabs with Cody Gustafson from uh, Grove City. Then we had uh, our kid Joey Schlaffer come on. But in particular, Jamil is uh, one of those kids who you called out and said he was going to be on the edge and he plays very well on the edge. Um, he, he can get down in a three technique. He can do it standing up. So definitely Penn State is getting a dog, just like he's told us in the next year to come. And another guy, we talked to another guy um, from Roman Catholic because Jamil comes out of Roman Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, 2024 receiver to Sear Denmark. We've had mm-hmm. him on here. We did a story with him, too, um, just to kind of see where he was at uh, with his recruiting because he's taking a lot of visits. He went to Ohio State. A lot of schools been rolling out the red carpet for uh, Tassir. And, uh, man, he's got some big visits, you know, he, he was really happy with Jamil. He's got some big visits coming up. Um, I think yeah. it's wide open for him. He's going to visit, you know, schools like, uh, Alabama or Georgia and Clemson over the summer. Mm-hmm. So that's another kind of kid we checked in on. Right. You know, after Jamil's big announcement. So that's another kid and another name people should remember is Tyson Denmark. Absolutely. He's one of those prolific and versatile kids, right? He's so dynamic, can play multiple positions. Um, on the subject of Tysir, I mean, what school you think he's going to go to? Like I said, I think it's wide open. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it, I think Penn State's probably got some ends there. Right. Um, but I know he liked Ohio State. You know, yeah. Ohio State I think treated them nicely, and and um, again, I mean, he's a kid that told me like, yeah, you know, I think he's like I said, I think he's visiting Alabama and um, Clemson over the summer. Yeah. So you know, I think I think that he's a kid who's going to. You know, let this all play out. He's got a bunch of great schools who are interested in him. And I think he's just going to see, you know, for himself. He's going to see where, you know, he's got a lot of opportunities ahead of him. So, uh, Absolutely. I agree with you, Brian. I mean, moving on forward, you want to talk about our, our, our good man, Jordan Mayer? Uh, Jordan, Jordan Mayer, Jordan Meyer, I don't know how you pronounce it, but that's another kid. I wanted to mention in this podcast, he's a kid, you know, that was originally um, committed, Nebby, to Boston College. Oh wow! And, and he recently decommitted and kind of uh-huh. opened it up. The reason that he did that, right, is because he's got so many schools kind of coming on board now. Uh, he plays for Thomas Jefferson. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's a 2023 defensive end, six five two thirty, Nevy. Big kid. Yeah, and you look. I mean, he got Syracuse. He's got Vanderbilt since he opened it back up. Right. And he got Wisconsin, Akron, Bowling Green. Yeah, Cincinnati. So you see yeah. why he opened it back up. Yeah, a lot of great schools to consider. He's a guy who I don't even think we mentioned on here. I think he's been working out with our guy, D. Brown, who uh, we're going to get on here again soon because he's had a lot of guys do some things. Shout out um, to 210 Speed and Agility Training out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, you know, he's he's working in a camp full of killers out in right. Western PA. Uh-huh. And uh, he's a guy that, remember that name, mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson, Jordan Jordan Meyer, Jordan Mayer. I don't know. 
Again, I'm from South Carolina. Give me Jordan if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. I think you got it right with the minor. Yeah, it's, he's a guy people should be uh, keeping an eye on. Yeah, certainly. And I mean, I, I've looked at his film. He's definitely very, very uh, quick off the edge. Interesting that you note that he decommitted. Um, I don't know. I was reading some of the scouting reports, and it looks like he's leaning more so towards Wisconsin. So only time will tell. The big, you know, he can end up in the Big Ten, and yeah. uh, you know, he, he's a he's a good ball player. Yeah, absolutely, so. without a doubt. We, we we got some more Pittsburgh kids on here, Brian. Let's get rolling. Rodney Gallagher. We had Rodney on the podcast. You know, then Rodney went. And, you know, I think just last weekend he he took a visit to Penn State. Right. Sounds like he had some some big sit downs there with um, Coach Franklin, Coach Hirschich, and those guys, and uh, spent spent a good amount of time there. And it, you know, he's a kid. I, he recently trimmed his list to eight. Mm-hmm. You know, Penn State was on that list with mm-hmm. um, Pitt, Texas. Uh, Virginia Tech, Oregon, West Virginia, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. I think Notre Dame is an interesting one to watch for him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Penn State maybe too. I I know he's a guy Penn State wants. Right. And uh, I think he recently set his his official visit date, I believe is June 17th, Mm -hmm. coming in June, I believe. So I think that's the same day that Tamir Robinson Mm -hmm. from Bashir, who's in both of those guys trained with two tents. Yeah. The linebacker from Bashir, Tamir Robinson, I believe, is going to be having his official visit on the same day. Um, both of those guys are, are mega in-state fruits and, you know, guys who I know Penn State would love to get in the fold. Absolutely, Brian. On the subject of Rodney Gallagher, I mean, Laurel Highland's finest, in my opinion. He's one of the top kids in Pennsylvania, but I also think he's one of the most interesting stories we have across the nation only because of his story of adversity and his perseverance, losing his mother at a young age, not to mention he's a multiple athlete. However, he told us on the last podcast we had on here that he decided to just focus on football. I mean, it's not many kids we talk about on here often that are very good in basketball and football. I mean, we, we had Anthony Smith, who's probably one of the best players we saw in the Mid-Pen Conference all year long. But I mean, Rodney Gallagher is just an all-star in both. So it's interesting that he's focusing on football. I personally feel like he's better in that sport. And like you mentioned, Tamir Robinson, another Pittsburgh standout, very, very big frame, uh, definitely a, a four-star, five-star recruit, and definitely someone who uh, Dwayne Brown has definitely trained and coached very well. Yep. And, and, you know, another guy I wanted to mention, talk about it again, is uh, Marquise Williams, yep. uh, running back for Bishop McDevitt. Um, you know, Local he, guy. He had, yep. And he just committed to play in the uh, Polynesian Bowl, mm-hmm. um, and that'll be – in January, actually, yep. 2023, and I mm-hmm. think that's on CBS Sports Network. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun to see. You know, uh, obviously, we've had Marquise on here. We talked about what Marquise can do, and and now we're going to see him play against some national level type competition on national TV. Nevy. Yeah, Marquise Williams was probably one of the most interesting offensive players to watch all year long for us in the mid pen. Right? I mean, he had over 1,600 rushing yards, almost 2,000 all purpose yards, just about 70 yards short. Um, and he had about 31 touchdowns on the season. His father's a really good guy. I used to cut my hair at a barbershop in Harrisburg as a kid. But um, he's playing in that Polynesian Bowl that our, our good man Anthony Ivey played in in Hawaii. So we've talked to a couple, uh, a couple of very good athletes who were a part of that big game. So that's definitely anyone's highlight of their high school career to be invited because only the, the best and brightest go to that game. So shout out to Marquise Williams. Uh, keeping on the kind of that recruiting and, and just, you know, just bouncing around. Like I said, we're freestyling it this, this episode, guys. And I wanted to mention a uh, kid, you know, we don't really talk about South Allegheny a lot. Mm-hmm. But they got a kid out there named Sean Carter. He's 6'4", 225. Um, I've kind of had some 
messages back and forth with Deshaun, watching his film and stuff like that. I know he's a kid who's really worked hard uh, for what he's got. Uh, last year, he had 14 sacks, and he recently committed to Youngstown State. So, one of the, and he's still getting off. Uh, he, you know, he, I think he just got Maine today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's in, he's still getting some offers coming in, but he uh, he recently committed to uh, Youngstown State. So, you know, wanted to give Deshaun a shout out. And that's a guy that folks might want to keep an eye on too. Is he's just a good player, and you know, who knows, you know. I think he's working out. He might even be working out with Dee Brown and those guys too, because I seen him post a few films and stuff. And um, you know, who knows where he could end up for the end of the season. But right now, he's a Youngstown State guy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Deshaun is working out with two temps. I mean, Dwayne Brown seems to have an eye for underdog talent. So shout out to all the underdogs across the state of PA. Keep grinding. We'll be back with more top prospects and a conversation about football after a word with our sponsor. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more. All right, we're back, folks. Uh, Brian, uh, let's let's keep the list going. So this is not a, you know, Deep Brown and Two Tents, they're not sponsors of the program. Right. Um, but, but we, you know, he just just has that many good guys out there and i wanted to move on and talk a little bit about the nfl draft and and then you know some guys that you know because the nfl season's setting up now um i love the draft nebby i watch it round and round you know i watch it from first round through the seventh and there were three guys who went in that draft who were working out and still working out with uh two tents out there and that'd be sky moore who uh, uh-huh. was drafted by the chiefs mm-hmm. i believe he's a second rounder to the right. chiefs mm-hmm. uh jaquan brisker uh-huh. Safety went to the Bears who played at Penn State and uh, Rodney Thomas played at Yale and he ended up going to um the Colts, Colts in the seventh round. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously a great year for that two tenths camp and there are guys getting into the pros and watch out for Sky Moore, my man. Yeah. You know, he's going there to play with Patty Mahomes, Nebby. Yeah. <laughs> he put up some monster numbers at uh Absolutely. at at Central uh at Western Michigan. Uh-huh. And I tell you, I actually, um, the thing that a lot of people don't know about Sky is Sky played at Shady Side, and I just remember seeing him as a quarterback for them. Mm-hmm. He's not the biggest guy in the world. He's 5'10 now and 200 right. pounds. Mm-hmm. Back then, he, you know, he would just take it and just run, and nobody could catch him and stuff. And it was a little hard to project him. I think that's how he ended up at Western Michigan instead of mm-hmm. maybe a much bigger school. Mm-hmm. But, man, he really put it all together. And working out with the guys he works out with seemed to really, uh, you know, I He's in a good situation. So I I think he's a sleeper, man. Oh, definitely, for sure. I mean, he's one of those undersized guys, like you mentioned. I mean, watching him in the NFL draft combine, running a 4-4, just a very agile and very uh, prolific, diminutive receiver. Uh, Did like a 4-3 and a 20-yard shuttle, too. So definitely getting a dog. But then again, I mean, when aren't you getting a dog when someone trains with Dwayne Brown? (laughs) Shout out to Aaron Donald, the best player in the league, I'm calling it. (laughs) Brisker, you know, he's going to the Bears. I love Jaquan Brisker as a safety. He's another kid from out Pittsburgh way, played a gateway. He, uh, he, the kid can, I mean, he can do it all. I think he's a great difference maker in the secondary. So I like him there too. And mm-hmm. uh, the Roddy Thomas kid, hey man, you know, he had a good career. Going to Absolutely. the Colts, good situation yeah. to be in. Here, this is, I, I hate to sound biased, but Rodney Thomas is probably the most interesting of the three to me for one of, one of many reasons. I mean, 
he could play the linebacker, he could play safety, he could play corner. He's just so versatile, right? He does it all on the field, and uh, his vision is crazy. I mean, you watch his film, he literally sees ball, hits ball, sees ball, picks it off, and it's just like he can get it done on any angle of the field. So definitely one of my favorite players to watch from this draft, and I think he has a promising career ahead of him. John Dotson, you know, he, he ended up with the Commanders, had a great career there at, uh, at Penn State, and, uh, you know, it's going to be exciting to see how he turns out there with them. That's our, that was our major PA guys, I think, that went in the draft. So I was excited about that. And I was just looking, Nebby. You know, I think it's going to be a big year for some PA guys in the league, man. Definitely. And, you know, we talked about the Colts. Yep. Matt Ryan. Who mm-hmm. went to, you know, he played William Penn Charter. He's a PA guy. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. He, he, he's a vet, man, and really hasn't had the best last couple seasons for the Falcons. And mm-hmm. I think some of their fan base might have soured on him a little bit. But mm-hmm. he's going into a great situation with Indianapolis. Pretty good offensive line. You know, they drafted a big tight end. They drafted a big wide receiver, Alec Pierce. Um, mm-hmm. Already had Michael Pittman there as a big wide receiver. Obviously, the running game with Jonathan Taylor. So, I, he, I think he has a chance to maybe revive his career a little bit there and get it going uh, for a few more years. So, I'm excited to see what Matt Ryan can do. Yeah, definitely. He's He's one person I feel like that many counted out, but I don't know. He still has a lot left in the tank, and his his skills are prolific. I mean, at the end of the day, he's in the league, so that says a lot about it right then in of itself. We'll find out because I feel like if he can't get it done with the Zandy team, then, then you know maybe it's time. But I think it's a, I think he's got a chance to really revive his career. And, and I'll tell you another guy, Nebby. I think Miles Sanders. Shout out to my Eagles. I think he could have a big year. I, I like the Eagles getting AJ Brown in there. Yeah. Now I think they have a good receiving core, right? Yeah. And. uh I think it all comes down to Jalen Hurts. Is is yeah. we're going to find out if Jalen Hurts is the guy or not this year? I right. think, and uh, but I think everything opens up for Miles Sanders, who played at Woodland Hills. Yeah, you have a really big year. What? Do, how you feel? You said there, you're Eagles, my man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my Eagles, man. I mean, Miles is the same age as I am. You know, very young guy, very agile, very swift, great head on his shoulders. Was a PA standout. Went to college and did amazing things. So. I definitely think he can thrive, especially on this Eagles team, you know. And and like you mentioned, Jalen Hurts, man, you just got to bring it together full circle. And I got faith in my team, man. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby, fly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, DeAndre Swift, that's yeah. a kid from Philadelphia, played at St. Joseph Prep. Yeah, uh, and he's with the Lions. Yeah, <laughs> went to the Lions. Um, yeah. They used him a lot last year. I know he got banged up a little bit. Right. Um, there's nowhere to go but up for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Swift showed that he can he can do some things. Literally. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I don't know how I feel about Jared Goff at quarterback. Actually, yeah. I do know how I feel. He's not any good. <laughs> um, but uh, but I think DeAndre Swift is going to have a, a chance that, you know, as long as he can stay healthy to have another big year in Detroit. So you got two running backs right there from PA. And obviously yeah. you got Saquon Barkley, who, you know, I don't know how I feel about Daniel Jones. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I do. It's not any good. <laughs> and the Giants are, are, are a team that I think need a lot, but but uh, Saquon Barkley, you know, you'd like to see him bounce back. So I think you could have three really good, and I'm probably missing a guy or two, but three really good. I know I am. Chase Edmonds. He's oh, a local yeah. guy. CD sound with Miami. Bryce Hall. Yeah, but just running backs. I mean, right oh, there, yeah. you, got, you got four guys, you know, who yeah. could, I think could be really good next year. PA in the league as starters mm-hmm. are um are really key key players um at the running back position. So yeah. excited there, man. 
like you mentioned, Chase was a standout at CD East, went to Fordham and bought out. Now he's in the league. You know, he's playing with the Cardinals and, and he's with the Jags now. So shout out to him. Chase Evans. Chase Evans, great, great story. He's not, I mean, look, if you see a lot of NFL guys, they stand out. Chase Evans doesn't necessarily stand out because he's not a very big cat, right? Right. Um, you know, he, 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 when you walk into a restaurant, you wouldn't necessarily look across the restaurant and say, that's an NFL player. I mean, right. you've seen Chase Evans. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, the guy goes out there and he gets it done. And uh, he got paid. I think he had like $20 million from the Dolphins. So, yeah, you know, that's four good running backs right there. And like I said, I'm sure I'm missing a couple from PA. Heck, I tell you, a guy to look out for is uh, uh, somebody signed uh, Speedy Blackshear mm. from uh, Wood, you know, as, as an undrafted free agent. The Bills signed him. And mm. uh, that kid, you know, and that's the that's, uh, state title game mm-hmm. where Wood had uh, Kyle Pitts and Harrisburg mm-hmm. had Michael Parsons. Speedy Blackshear was really the guy who kind of took it over. So yeah, wouldn't be surprised if he 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 messed around and made a team. So speaking of someone messing around and making a team, we spoke a, a bit about our, our man Jojo Heaton, too. I mean, he's not a running back, but he was an old Dominion standout. And I was working out at the gym with him the other day, but it was great to see his name thrown there in the mix. I was hoping he'd get a call because he's definitely a very good, humble kid out of the area. But, you know, you, you don't know what's left in store. Yeah, we, you know, he still might get, you know, he, he's open to like the USFL, the XFL, mm-hmm. CFL. He still might get a call for a workout. We did a store on him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's trying to get a call for a workout there. Cody Gustafson did not get get the call yet. He's a guy, again, even though he played at Grove City, it's not the highest level of college football. We know that. It's Division three, and mm-hmm. Grove City is not necessarily a powerhouse, even though they had a pretty decent year. Um, but, you know, you look at the film of him and the production, uh, he's the most productive receiver in college football. And then, there's some sadness to him and some route running to him. So I, I you know, he he didn't get that shot uh, that he was really looking for out of, out of the gate. But maybe he'll still get something too. But you know what, Brian Cody Gustafson is just one of those people who's going to win in life, regardless what area he's in. I mean, he's talking about going to work as a health professional for UPMC. I'm sorry for Pinnacle Health. Um, he, he he comes from a great family. He's about to get married to his fiance. So. Shout out to him, man. If it's not football, I know he's, he's definitely going to thrive and ex- exceed in life. Yep, yep. We bounced all over the place, people, uh, just talking about guys, you know, PA football and guys from PA. And I think we'll close it down with this. Uh, Harrisburg gave Micah Parsons the key to the city for the second time. <laughs> they said he lost it the first time, which was just last year. He tweeted that he didn't lose it. Mm-hmm. I think they talked him into saying it. I don't know. It's just going to be my opinion here. Sorry, City of Harrisburg. I'm not buying the story. I don't think Micah, I don't think Micah lost his key to the city. I believe his tweet um, that he didn't lose it. Although by the time he got it there to get a second key to the city, I think they talked him into it. I don't hey. know. That's just an opinion. You covered it. <laughs> I was just getting ready to, to touch bases on that. So for everyone listening at home, my editor Brian here sent me out to go cover that event. Um, and when I got there, uh, Micah took the stand. Uh, Mayor Wanda Williams presented him with a plaque and the key embedded to it. Nonetheless, the first thing he says is, I cannot believe somebody misplaced my key. And verbatim says, cough, cough, and looks at his mother. So that kind of gave people there the notion that his mom may have misplaced the key. But then again, uh, I was talking with a standout football player, Michael Simpson, as well. And he was saying he's not too sure about that. I don't know. Maybe he was (laughs) being used as a a scapegoat there. I'm not buying it, Harrisburg. (laughs) Sharice is a good mom. She took one for the team, I think. And 
yeah. for, for Harrisburg for the city and and help them get clear of that and and what have you. But uh, you know, Micah Parsons will close it with this. Um, you know, he's a guy that I covered. I texted with him a couple times when he's in town last week. I wasn't able to get out uh, because of some of my physical stuff and cover his events. But um, I know he was here for the. Uh, he mm-hmm. did an event with the Salvation Army, helped them raise some money. Yep. You know, he stopped and he talked uh, with the Harrisburg Cougar football team where he played. Uh, he was all over the place in the city doing a lot of things, a lot of good things. Got that key to the city. Uh, he's a guy, Nebby, you know, a lot of high expectations for him. I know he was training with Lance Dean and those guys, though, too. You know, I'm excited to see what next year has in store for him. But Micah Parsons is also bigger in football now. Yeah. This guy was a. He was like the enforcer at the Errol Spence fight. Uh, yeah. WrestleMania. Week before, you know, <laughs> Showtime. Yeah. yeah. Showtime was showing him. He's at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I keep saying this, Nebby. I really feel like he's like Michael Strahan. I think when um, <laughs> his career is over, he'll be on Good Morning America. Yeah. But I also think he's got a chance to have a really good career. I mean, I think he played with a little bit of a tweaked up knee last year. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I know he's been grinding hard. I've seen some of the clips. Um, him working on that suddenness and explosion he's known for. Um, so just cause people seen him everywhere, I know he's been grinding too, and I'm excited to see what year two will have in store for him. Yeah, absolutely. Mike is one of those players with a colorful personality, like Michael Strahan that you alluded to also reminds me of Shannon Brown a little bit, just very outgoing, very personable, um, very easy to talk to. But again, I, I, I know Pike, Micah and his, his family pretty well. I, I feel like he gets that from his father a lot whom we also did a story on. His dad got a chance to go and speak at NFL Draft Luncheon. So shout out to Big Pars, Terrence Parsons, if you're listening. Shout out to you, man. Um, and that, that was very big for him. You know, he, he said going out to Micah's games this past season that he played in, he was able to develop a very close relationship with Zeke Elliott's father, Ambassador Stacey Elliott. So that's how he got the invite to be a part of that panel discussion. But the Parsons family is, is doing a lot of big things out here, man. Shout out to Micah coming back to the city of Harrisburg. And speaking to our youth, like you mentioned, I think that's very role model worthy and to, to whom much is given, much is required. So he's definitely meeting that expectation. Well, Nebby, we've bounced all around mm-hmm. and we went longer. We probably supposed to go <laughs> and we, we've, we've rambled enough. I think I we've got a podcast here <laughs> a week, and we could name off guys from PA who are doing big things in football. Yeah. And left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have another week and, and uh, we got some good guests, um, folks. I think we got lined up. Uh, Across the next few weeks and hopefully we can get them on here and um i think that's it debbie tell them tell them where to find us my man hey man follow follow my editor sports by b linder on twitter you can follow me underscore nebby underscore and make sure you all tap in and subscribe to penlive.com for all of our exclusive content until next week folks The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more.